Is asking for help a struggle for you? When you're a go-getter with big ambitions, you might find yourself in the I got this mindset. And then you throw in a dash of this high achiever perfectionism. And suddenly the thought of asking for help can feel terrifying. You don't want to be seen as incapable. You'd rather juggle flaming torches than be seen as a burden to others. If this sounds like you, you're not alone. We're going to reframe asking for help on today's episode. So let's get started. Welcome to the Dental Life Podcast, where we explore how you can have both a successful career and a meaningful personal life in and outside of your practices without sacrificing one for the other. I'm your host, Beth Heilman, former dental office manager turned certified life and health coach, and I'm here to help you navigate the challenges and opportunities that come from being a dental professional. Let's get started. inspired to create this episode because I'm planning a girl's trip in a couple of weeks. And when it came time to book my flight, I found myself hesitating for days to commit to actually booking that flight. This is a trip where there's a group of 10 of us who have been, we've been friends our entire lives. We try to get together several times each year. Now they're all back in Louisiana and Texas. And now that I'm in Colorado, It's more challenging for the transportation logistics. We're going to rent an Airbnb on this beautiful river in Arkansas. So I'll have to have someone pick me up from the airport in Shreveport and then drop me off at the Little Rock Airport. And I want to tell you, I would do anything for these beautiful friends of mine. And I know they would do the same for me. So why then was it so hard for me to ask them to simply pick me up from the airport. And you hear it all the time. Oh, I really hate to ask you to help me. I would do anything if I didn't have to ask you for this help. It is so hard for me to ask you. So curious. Why do we struggle so much to ask for help? And how that can hold us back in our personal and professional lives. Look, at some point... We all come to realize we're not solo superheroes. In fact, it struck me as very interesting. Don't all superheroes have sidekicks and mentors? So why are we so hesitant to ask for help? Especially when we're so eager to help other people. So let's talk about what it even means to ask for help, because there's so many different ways, both professionally and personally. It might involve something when you ask for temporary assistance, kind of like me asking for my friends to pick me up at the airport. Or it could be a more permanent thing, like delegating a task to a team member that is going to be on an ongoing basis. There may be questions you can't answer alone and you need some help with that. It could be that you need help with additional resources in the form of time or financial support. I want you to notice if there's a difference for you asking for help in any of these different scenarios. As I've been working on this, I noticed it's super easy for me to look for help in my professional life, but it's more challenging when I need help in my personal life. So I wanted to dig deeper and figure out why it's so hard for us to ask for help and then give you some suggestions on how to make it easier. I know it's so easy for us to view asking for help 
as being a burden to others. And then there's that uncertainty of how that person's going to respond. Will it be a yes? Will it be a no? The anticipation can be nerve-wracking, can it? And we default to the assumption that people just don't want to help us. But when we're the ones giving help, we get pleasure from it. We assume that rejection and we just don't like being rejected. So when someone says no, also we make it mean all kinds of things, which makes it more uncomfortable for us. That's another reason we avoid it. And we over-dramatize that no by making it mean that they're rejecting us when it could simply be a scheduling issue or something along those lines. But even if it's them being genuinely authentic and honest about choosing not to help us, we don't have to make it mean they're actually rejecting us. And I think another big reason that we avoid asking for help is it shows vulnerability. And that can be uncomfortable. Another reason we avoid it. When you think of vulnerability as a weakness, it can stop you from admitting you need the help and support. We don't want others to judge us and think we can't handle things on our own. Have you ever done that before? I know I have. But then the crazy part is I would then complain about not having any help and having to do everything by myself. People tend to see vulnerability as a weakness when it is the opposite. That is just messy. And you know, some people have this fierce independent streak. That was me also. They believe they should be able to handle everything themselves. And then there's the perfectionists who want to be right about everything. Asking for help can feel like admitting they can't do it perfectly on their own, which can be kind of tough to swallow. But I want you to notice, all of that, those are just thoughts. Isn't it fascinating what kind of craziness our minds come up with? When you think about it, it just makes no sense. It's just messy mental hygiene. So let's talk about some ways we can clean all that up because at some point or another, we all come to realize we need help. I know this, when I look out at my future and I see my future self enjoying all the things that I want to do and have and experience, she for sure got help. So let's reframe it. Let's focus on the benefits of getting help and getting really good at it. So when we set these extraordinary goals for ourselves, we are comfortable getting the support we need. Because look, no one is an expert at everything. In the vast landscape of our lives, there are so many areas that require their own set of skills and knowledge. It can be in the dental field, finances, relationships, personal development, all of that. Seeking help from experts in those fields can save you time and energy and prevent costly mistakes. And when we don't get help, we're limited by our own experiences and perspectives. Asking for help brings fresh points of view and insight. Sometimes we need help seeing things from a different angle. Somebody else's perspective can reveal our blind spots and offer valuable solutions. Look, life has its up and downs, and it sometimes can get tough. We need emotional support and guidance. It's like that friendly pat on the back you get from a colleague when you're going through a tough day at the practice. A support system makes all the difference. 
And if you want to improve, you need to learn and grow and evolve. Learning often involves learning from others. It's like those dental professionals attending conferences. They keep up with the latest advancement. Getting help and learning from others actually accelerates your personal and professional growth. Collaborative efforts are often more efficient, just as a well-coordinated dental team can accomplish much more than a solo practitioner. Working with others can help you achieve your goals faster and with less effort. Collaboration is my jam. I love it. I love a good mastermind or a group who can collaborate and give me input on a project I'm working on. It fills my cup. New ideas and innovations that comes from different perspectives and skill sets. Humans also, we are social beings. We thrive on connections and relationships. Asking for help builds and strengthens those connections with others. It's like that friendly chat when that patient is in your chair. It's not just all about the treatment. It's about building rapport with others. But here's what I know. Like I mentioned, when I think of future me, she was not shy at all in asking for help to help her accomplish those big, extraordinary goals of hers. So what do you do about it? Here's some suggestions I want to make that might make asking for help easier. Number one, help others first. This is a fabulous first step. Get really good at giving help. It's a fabulous way to model that behavior for others. And then actually ask for help. Don't expect people to read your mind and guess when you need help, no matter how obvious you think it is to others. And don't wait until they notice and throw a casual little, if you need anything, let me know. Uh, you know where to find me. Be very specific about the help you want and why you want it. When you're vague, it's not helpful to the people or the person trying to help you. When they help, they want to support you and they want to do a good job at it. So make sure that you are very specific with them so that they can be helpful and help you succeed in what you're trying to do. And just a little tip here to increase the likelihood that you'll actually get a yes when you solicit help. Ask for help face-to-face -face whenever possible or on the actual phone. Try to avoid texting or emailing, especially in a group text. I know it seems easier to ask for help without an actual conversation, but turns out it makes it easier for the other person to say no at the same time. And then get really good at it. Practice it often. The more you do ask for help, the more comfortable you'll be doing it. And then follow up. I feel like we forget this part. Let the person or people who helped you know how their help impacted your results. Recently, I was helping a business colleague with her website. She texted me a few days later saying how my help allowed her to get her program up and going faster so more people signed up. It was so thoughtful, and I know I am much more likely to help her in the future. So add in that little extra touch and let the person that helped you know the impact that it made for you. 
Asking for help is not a sign of weakness. It's a testament to our wisdom and humility. It's an acknowledgement that we're all on this journey together. We each have unique strengths and areas where we can lend a helping hand. So this week, I want you to go out there and pick one specific thing you can ask for help, even if it feels uncomfortable, even if it's something very small. Choose something in your professional life or in your day-to-day life outside of work. Might be getting help preparing dinner a night or two, maybe help with the groceries, taking kids to their after-school activities. In the office, it could be And getting help catching up on some of those items on your endless to-do list. Or maybe coming up with ideas for your social media content. Or maybe help organizing that lab once and for all. Seeking help is not a sign of weakness. It is strength in itself. So embrace it and watch how it transforms your life and the lives of those you touch. Now look, I hope you'll join me over in the Dynamic Dental Professionals Facebook group so we can continue this conversation. It's my goal to share all kinds of content over there and help serve you as you accomplish those extraordinary goals and dreams of yours. So whether I see you in the group or on next week's episode, have a fabulous week. Bye. Hey, have you had a chance to download your free copy of my mental hygiene checklist yet? Visit BethHeilmanCoaching.com to get your copy. It teaches you the practical skills you need to achieve the same level of excellent mental hygiene as your dental hygiene. Don't miss out on this valuable resource for both your personal and professional growth.